Is it a test? Or we no, also recording like Ow. we love. What it do, baby? <laughs> Did you miss us? Wow. That was not even me, guys. Okay, that was the end you trying to be like me. And you know what's really crazy? Like I was my mouth was starting to foam, like to start to say, Did you? Like, and then this bitch just beat me to it. But yeah, did you miss us? We're back. Like we never fucking left. You know, as you may know or may not know, niggas was in Ghana. Yo. <sighs> <laughs> Hmm. I don't even know where to start, Elena. Shenanigans, shenanigans, shenanigans. Just call me Miss Shenanigans. If you was not at Ghana this Christmas, where were you really at? In the dusty ass fucking Bronx. In the soup. No, being bitter Betty's on Twitter. <laughs> All right, so yeah, let, let's discuss that real quick. All right. So many people on Twitter that were not present in Ghana had so much to say, to say. that I, like, I'm baffled. I'm appalled. Like, honestly, I don't blame him because I would be bitter too if I was in. No, Alina, bitter to the point of oh, all we see y'all posting is um Bloomba. Twist and Bloombar. Bitch, you wish you could be at Twist or Bloombar. <laughs> like, like you really do. what are you talking about? Like, you really did do though. Like, if you wanted to see other things, you should have bought a ticket and flew your ass to Ghana. Yeah, like that was like honestly that kind of like irked me because I'm just like you don't try to like dictate. How so much to spend their vacation. And I know, like, the person or the people were, like, trying to, like, be funny. Keep, you, know, it's, you know, it's Twitter. It's all jokes, Yeah, it's right? all banter. It's all banter and whatever. It's jokes and shit. But, like... But you know them jokes be having a little... No, there's, you know, some, there's, some, some, there's, some, there's some bitterness behind them no tweets. There's some bitterness behind them tweets. And it's okay. I'd be a bitter Betty, too, if I was in the Bronx. And the only option I had was church and lay soup. Like, <laughs> I'd be dead. Nah, you're throwing shots at that week. <laughs> nah, I'm really not. I'm no, not. she's not. But we're in because we're not. it was actually multiple people. It was a lot of different and, people. And it wasn't even people like in New York too. Like, I see some people because, you know, I'm a fake Londoner or whatever. <laughs> and I see some people like in the UK too, like just tweeting, just mad. Like, and then some, yo, what does, somebody says some tweet. About people being jobless, like if they're still in Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> just like, first off, that joke is recycled. Y'all say it every year. Hey, nah, but some of y'all dead ass are dead ass jobless. I mean, though. I'm not gonna lie. Though. If you're still in Ghana, you're dead ass jobless. Because so. my first check, <laughs> my first return, no, my first check was while I was in Ghana. So that was after New Year's. That check was looking right. beautiful. Because you know that PTO, them vacation hours. The check after. <laughs> <laughs> And every week I was eating crab legs. So please, like... No, shorty wants to turn into a fucking crab. At this point, like... We're not starting 2020 like this. No. We we need to... I'm going to start again in February, because, you know... Yeah, but anyway... Anyway. So, Tiantra, mm-hmm. give us a little recap of your trip. Even though we spent literally, like, every day together in Ghana. Everybody has literally different perspectives day. of their trip in Ghana. Um, so, tell me, what was your highlight? What was your low light? What was, like... So, first and foremost, I could really write a dissertation on my experience in Ghana. Like, the good and the bad. My favorite thing about Ghana was being able to literally leave your house at like 7 p.m you come back at 9 a.m 10 a.m 8 a.m and like no one tells you shit like no one's concerned no one's judging you you're like nah, there's no shame judging. on wall. i feel like the uber drivers were judging like, yeah look but at this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> look at this bitch with her fucking i don't 
Chicago. <laughs> we're fucking like, like, what's that place when we went to um the all way? Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm so glad you fucking know because. <laughs> all right, when I say judging, like you know, like you would not be able to do that in America. No, because like, my whatsoever. mom is calling me like hey. exactly. Hey, oh, hey. <laughs> come with you. You is like twelve o'clock. Like, <laughs> but that was my best. That was my favorite part. And um, another thing I like about it is it's so peaceful. Like I've heard people talk about like Alina every year she used to go. She's like, yo, I'm telling you, like you're gonna get there and you're gonna forget about all your worries. I never really understood that. I don't know how to describe the aura, but it's just like it's just good vibes all around. From seeing the people on the street selling their food, it's just a good vibe. The cons, however, Kumase. Yo, Kumase can fight me. Kumase, no, Kumase was humbling, but I just, no, baby. Okay, I think Kumase could be like its own topic in this episode because I have a lot to say. So, well, yeah, Yeah, but but I'll 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 just leave it at Kumase and I'll just leave it at Kumase. Okay. okay. So that was your highlight. That was your look. What was like your favorite event? You would say. Oh God, there were so many. Um, my favorite event was the polo club. Oh. Yeah, we only went to one polo club event, so that polo club event was my favorite event. Yeah. Okay, that was a good night. Like I was actually really lit. Because the way that night. night transpired, like it was just like just like randomness. Random. Yeah. That's one thing I love about Ghana, like the randomness of things. Okay. How about you? What's your... So, as you guys know, I'm uh, ambassador for all things Ghana. <laughs> Ghana ambassador. If you know, you know. But anyway, like, I just love going to Ghana. That's like my favorite place to be. It's just good fucking vibes. Um, So, like, like the younger said too, like the, I, like, the whole thing about, like, just coming and going as you please. Like, nobody's calling me, asking me where I'm at. And I think the best thing about Ghana is, like, how people just be with the shits. Mm-hmm. Like, because you go somewhere, and people are like, yo, we out to bloom after. Mm-hmm. Nobody's like, oh, but the Uber and I don't know, I got to go home early. I have church in the morning. Like, nobody's doing, like, nobody's thinking about shit. Like, everybody's, like, just with it. Do you know how many times I told Alina, like, I'm tired. Are we not going to go home? Just to still end up going to the next. That's why like, when she being was saying the most all lit. those things, I was just not going to say nothing. I was like, she's going to come. Because when you really think about it, you spend all this money. Like, you're going to want to seize yeah. all the opportunities. <clears throat> Even if you're tired, you'll be alert by force. Mm-hmm. And I always tell niggas, you're going to sleep when you come home. Because that's exactly what the fuck I did when I got here. Yeah. But, yeah, that's, that's like one of, like, my pros about Ghana. My con... If you follow me on Twitter, everybody fucking know how much I fucking hate Kumase, like, with a fucking passion. Like, if God ever wanted to design a hell for me, it would be Kumase. <laughs> Your beast thing no, is not ass. that bad. It really fucking is. Like, it dead ass is. And we'll get to that later. But, um, but my favorite event or favorite night out, our Little Havana was so lit for me. I had so Little much, Havana was lit. I had a really good ass time. I like how we was bouncing from section to section. <laughs> They don't gotta know that. <laughs> nah, we were invited. Not like we was like entering people's section. We were invited guests. We were just a hot commodity. You feel me? People just wanted mm-hmm. us there. You feel me? She said it. Uh, yes, and I meant it. Um, <laughs> um, but let me stop. Um, I think the polo, like the polo night, um, mm-hmm. polo club one, was definitely. I don't know. Afrochella was a like. It, it was, was a vibe, but I wouldn't say it's my favorite. It's not my favorite, but I was just really happy I got to see my fave. Oh, oh. Your like that was just like. My. If you don't know who that is, I'm gonna insert a clip of his song. No.
insert it. <laughs> she doesn't have to, okay, you know what? It's fine. She's gonna edit it. It's cool. Um, but whatchamacallit, yeah. So I think that was like a good highlight of my trip. Um, so what were some like hard lessons um, you learned? From Ghana, I don't have lessons, but like or realizations or like epiphany moments or just like aha moments for you. Aha moments, um, I don't know. I will say though, this is like advice. Okay. If you're a girl and you're cute, you could literally bring three hundred dollars to Ghana and you're good. Like niggas will literally like oh, niggas here, they just so mad because they're gonna say you broke but it's so true no it's not about being broke i can't i went there with money but like i literally had to come out my pocket literally only for um ubers and food yep when you're cute they want to like yo you want a bottle you want me to buy this you trying to go out to eat tomorrow and like it's just like yo niggas in ghana are just so generous no like, they really are like they really are it, that, that was an aha moment. Like, damn, these niggas in America is real broke. Mind you, y'all got the money here. And your money goes so, so far in Ghana. But like, then, people don't realize it goes far, but that shit goes quick. Fast. Far and fast. Cause you're because you're like, oh, yo, I can spend. This is cheap. Let me spend. Let me spend. It's only 10 Ghana. This is 20 Ghana. This is 5 Ghana. Next thing you know, you have 100 Ghana. Yeah. And you have to go back and go to the fucking Ferrix Bureau place and just transfer some more. Like, one more. US dollar is literally. Um, like, five something? Five. You, no. One, one US dollar is five cities. That's what I meant. Right. But um, it was just, yeah. That was like, I guess, my aha moments. What was your aha moment? Um, I think my aha moment in Ghana was like, even though this is a vacation for us, and this oh, is like, snap. oh, it's like, this is cheap and affordable. Like, after we leave, these like, this this is people's lives. You Yo, feel me? Like, like if you really, like, think about it, like, this is how I think about it. Like, when you go to like, Mm-hmm. Bloom Bar, right? Mm-hmm. Bloom Bar is nice. The lights is cool. The food is like, if you get food, is calm. Drinks is calm. It's a vibe. But if you really go down the block, you see the little Lebanese kids. Oh my! That as begging for money and selling gum, like at two a.m. Like those are like the little moments that just made me be like, yo, like Ghana's lit, but shit, Ghana is quite poor. And I think that was struggling. yo. I think that was one of the culture shocks for me. Like. My first night, like, I literally got off the plane, and then I we went to, like, Luna Bar, I think, that night. Like, that was the first night, the first oh, party. Yeah, and we, yeah, and the Lebanese kids, first off, I need to find out how these Lebanese people are living in Ghana. Like, what occurred or what transpired that there's so many Lebanese people, kids especially, living in Ghana, and they're on the streets begging for money with their mother. And I was just like, their yo, mother like... tells them to go out and, and make beg, money. Yeah, and it's like... And you can't come home until you got some money for the But parents. there is no home. The home is literally the streets. Like, that's that's no exaggeration. At least in New York, they have, like, the trains. You have uh, a park. You have shelters. You have shelters. There's, no. Is there even a shelter? I don't... There's these orphanages, but that's why... That's for children. Yeah, like, children. No, like, men's shelter, women's shelter, family shelter. Shelters, like even was, churches wouldn't even. I'm not even hold you. Churches don't even open their doors to like poor, like poor people like that in Ghana. Like at least the way they do in America. And it's so sad because when you have a big heart, like every time I seen these kids, it was so hard for me not to give money. Like if I had two cities, I was willing to give it just because I was like, yo, like this. You're like five, right? And this two cities is like. I'm not saying it means nothing, but like it's not gonna. For me, my it's pocket. not. Yeah. But this could really dead ass buy you a meal. That's a, rice. I think is one two cities. Like you could dead buy like some water. It's buy it, some it's, food, like something for your family. So those are the moments. Like I remember, oh my god, we were going to Luna Bar actually, or like 
some bar in that area and then literally I was walking no we were walking to pitch I don't mm-hmm. know if it was, I was walking with you I was walking with someone we was walking to pitch and then like literally pitch is a nice club right whatever right or like a spot I'm walking there's literally a man laying on the street not oh I see yeah, 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 yeah. like in the middle of the sidewalk like yeah. just not and like the way he was laying there it was like this is his spot this is his spot he come here every night this is where he sleep but mind you right here there's people was popping, popping bottles, bottles pulling up in their rented vehicles you know with their frontals being slay queens and there's niggas out here literally, literally sleep on the sidewalk next to the gutters but these are the happiest people that's the that's, thing. That's what really, that's like, thing, it's though. just, like, you see people that don't even have as much as you, but they're living in bliss. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just so happy. They're just so carefree. So, you see the incongruency in having, like, everything, like, money. Like, it's just, like, yo, like, does money really mean much? Yeah, it does for me, but. It does. Um, because but, I like how. But in terms of Ghana. peace. In terms of, like, peace and freedom of mind, like, they're. I don't know. I think it's one of those situations where it's like, I'm stuck in it, so I have to make the best of it. But it's not like you don't think about it. Because, yeah. like, if you think about, like, the way, at least, like, in America, right? Mm-hmm. You could always feel like you have an opportunity. And all the time. God, all the time. Even if you're poor, okay, you still, at least, mm-hmm. you know what? I can maybe get government assistance. I can go to, I a, can shelter. Go to a shelter. I can get my GED. I can go to school for free. I can go to public school. All I need is, like, an address, you know? There's so many opportunities, so many little avenues. ones that little steps you could take just to improve your life, like drastically. You can even go to a library, learn some shit. For there, free. there's no opportunity. Obamacare, something, Obama phone. But in Ghana, there's no there's system no set up like that. So it's kind of like, okay, I just have to make my money and just survive, and just that's why I feel like a lot of Ghanaians. They just live to survive, right? That's why I feel like a lot of Ghanaians like believe in God so heavily, heavily because it's like that's their only like I, that's their only hope. It make it's kind of, not like slavery. I don't no, it no, 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 it is. It's, it, no, like no, it's, it's not a reach. That's, that is yeah, slavery because when you think about it, like the plantation days, right? The only that's why black people like they really were really really tied to the church because that was their only day of freedom. That was the only hope they had. Like, one day, all this pain, all this suffering is going to be gonna over. End. Even if I'm not happy here, my neck, you know, in heaven, my, in it's the, gonna, my I'm father's gonna be arms, I'm going to be good. Yo, that's and crazy. That's why, and, you know, church is free. You feel me? Church is free. Some place you go once a week, somebody makes you feel good about yourself, makes you feel like there's a hope, there's a chance. If you pray hard enough, maybe your life can change. But if not, at least the Father in Heaven is there for you. That makes so much sense. Like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Because if you go to, like, in Ghana, you see New Year's here, not everybody's going to force you to go to church. church People yeah. are going to parties. Even some Ghanaian parents are not even going to force you. Some of them will even go to work here. Yeah. But in Ghana, you Everyone, see everybody's yeah, wearing all white. it's whites, a national holiday. And they're going to church. Yep. Everybody. Or the mosque. I mean, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure what Muslims do on New Year's, if they have, like, their oh, own, like, yeah. countdown. But, like, but Christian, Christian, yeah, or Catholic, or if you believe in, yeah. like, Jesus. Basically, Christianity, yeah. Catholicism yeah. is part of Christianity. If you, they go to church. If the Son of God is your, you know, whatever, that, like, you They'll go to church, church before they party, basically. Right. Like, yes. church and then party. Literally, because that's exactly what we did. No, yeah. And that's where everybody they did. They get You know what's funny? Because, like, literally, we were there, right, and I seen, like, some UK people... Um, just strolling with their party fits, sit right. <laughs> Yo, I'm just like sis. I know you're going to the club after, but you could go home and. But change. then when it was like twelve or one, twelve or three, niggas was Every- making their way towards the door. <laughs> 
They was out. They was like, I right, see you guys in bloom. Oh, we're going to pitch. Oh, okay. We're going to Luna. Okay. Like, but yeah, that's one thing. Another thing I noticed is, first of all, we have two stories for this. What? The police and bouncers in Ghana take their jobs way too, too seriously. seriously. Yo. No. Like, I'm no. Sorry. If you have headphones right now, I'm so sorry. I'm really sorry here. because, nah. no. You, like, nah. Niggas will tell you you can't get they into a party. Me. Just because maybe they don't like the way you look, they don't like what you got on. Like I remember we went to one one place with our friend or whatever, and she had on like sandals, and we all had on sandals. But the guy specifically, I don't know. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. The bouncer specifically told her, "No, you can't yeah. get inside." I literally had to go to him like, "Yo, how much do we have to pay you?" And we're all like, "But wait, everybody else inside like, like there's other people with sandals, so why can't she get in?" Mind you, it was not like it was a busy ass night either. It was a calm, a night. calm night, and you can't even argue with them because they're like the gateway to the yeah. club. They're the gatekeeper, but the police. Yo, which should story? we tell them the story about the highway yeah. on thirty first night? Yes, thirty first night. <laughs> tell them, tell them that one. All right, tree will be nice with it. So damn, but we have to mix it because not everybody understands tree. Okay. It's it's funny. No, yeah, tree, yeah, but like, the, but I'm gonna translate. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. So it's thirty first night. We dressed up, you know, appropriate, ready to go to church, praise God, and enter the new year. So it's me, Alina, Alina's cousin, and Alina's older sister. So we ordered the Uber or whatever. We sitting in the Uber. Everything is going good, whatever. Right. But it, imagine it's gone and it's traffic this night because everyone's trying to get where they have to go, right. whether it's church or you're trying to turn up. Mind you, we're going to Spintex. Like, so we're going to Spintex, which is one of the main, like, it's in Accra. It's like a main place in Accra. Yeah. So we get in the Uber and first off, he takes some logo, logo way, like no. some back way. in somebody's back <laughs> driving behind somebody's house. <laughs> I'm sure we're we, taking some, like, we, we passed somebody's bucket in the fucking laundry line back there because the fuck. We're, I'm pretty sure he took like some like way he's not supposed to. But we end up basically there's a two-way street highway. One that's going south and one that's going north. Right. He ends up on the highway, but he's on, we're supposed to be going north. He ends up in the south um lane, meaning the incoming traffic is coming towards us. Right. So boom. We're like, what the fuck just happened? Like, we could have died. But we're not so thinking... He we're makes not, a U-turn. He makes a U-turn. So then, he could be on the right... So imagine you're on the highway. And you're going the opposite direction of where you're supposed to go. And you make a U-turn on the highway to right. go the right direction. Like, homeboy is wildin'. But we, like... It wasn't cars... The cars were far away. So we wasn't thinking about it too deep. We're like, yo, we really could have died. But thank God we're safe. Didn't think deep about it. So we're driving... He's driving, driving, driving. Like, I kid you not, two minutes later... The police pull up and they're like, hey, pull over, pull over. So we're like, yo, we just trying to go to church. Like, what the fuck? So he comes to the car. Alina's cousin <laughs> is in the front. Is in the front seat. Right? Yo. My <laughs> this, nigga, <laughs> this nigga asks him, no, first off, this nigga is dumb. While the cop is in front of him, he pulls out his phone that he's calling his boss, right? Yes. So the police officer is already getting tight because he's like, so you don't respect. You don't respect. <laughs> I'm in front of you and you're pulling out your phone like you don't respect. So he, the police officer is already tight. He's like, do you know what you did? Do you know what you did? And he's like, yeah. Me, I would have been like, nah, what I did. Like, you know, play it off. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh my God, up. what? Like, play it mad. was illegal. Like. Exactly. He's like, all right. So he's like, do you know what you did? Like, you took, you was on incoming traffic. Like, you could have killed them. I'm going to need you to step out the car and give me your license. 
Homeboy don't got no license. Like, this is a Ghanaian citizen or whatever he is. So, <laughs> so he's like, so he pulls out some card that's not a license. Long story short, the police officer goes to Alina's cousin who's sitting in the front. <laughs> he says, You get out the car. We're taking you to the police station. <laughs> she goes with the most African accent. Me, 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 na my day. Basically, she was like saying like me, me, like what have I done? Like I've done nothing, and I'm here in the in the back like oh we are going to church like and saying in tree like oh yeah quite sorry oh yeah quite sorry we we don't know nothing doing some accent accent he was like he could have killed you he could have killed you <laughs> you guys are all coming with me to the police station <laughs> niggas was like a line in the back like yo I'm gonna call the American embassy I'm like if this bitch don't shut the fuck <laughs> not because niggas getting me fucking tight bro because i'm gonna say right the fuck now nah, because you know what is really is really pissing me the fuck off like i don't want to act like that bratty tourist but uh-huh. these niggas need to stop fucking with me like i'm not an american citizen i will call my fucking embassy and they will get me the fuck out of there and you're gonna be fucking tight like stop playing with me like because that shit happened to us twice <laughs> and literally every single time when i go to ghana i always end up in a fucking car where i get stopped by the fucking police every fucking single time and the second time got me more attack because that nigga was egging me fucking on he was really pissing me the fuck off because literally all right let me tell this story we were going it was a group of us we had we were going we came from some lounge. we came from um coco vanilla coco vanilla lounge and we were going to um Luna Bar. Luna Bar, right? So we got into a car, right? Like one of our friends came with the car, but his car was kind of small, so he was like lapping up a little bit, right? You know? <laughs> like, yeah. Honestly, we were ready to take the Uber, but niggas like, oh, we came in the car, then let's so go. Just go. I was like, alright, come. We were chilling literally. We were like a little. And mind you, we had already passed one checkpoint. Police and checkpoint. Yeah, and Elena hit her head. Like, we were Gucci. Like, like, we were literally. Right in front of the venue, like I can see the fucking flowers at Luna Bar from where we were standing. <laughs> and niggas is talking about, oh, get out the car. Do you know what you're doing? Mind you, the person who's driving the car does not live in Ghana. So like, he literally have, like, a, lives in New York. He doesn't have a Ghana license. He's just driving his family's car type shit. <laughs> so, like, niggas was like, oh, everybody get out the car. Or, like, just being mad. Act, just, like, just doing the doing fucking too much. much. And then, nigga, what's Yo, what did the policeman was talking about? Oh, look at her mouth, look at her mouth. Like, oh, no, because, um, no, it wasn't you, it was the other girl. Oh, it wasn't you. Yes! <laughs> no, because at first, the first girl, the first girl was doing some No, she was, she was like, this bullshit. He said, bullshit! <laughs> nah, and that's when we was like, we told her and her brother to, like, yo, yeah, just yeah, go. Dip, just go. We'll handle it from here, but then just go. But then I was tight, because the nigga was trying to egg me on. Because I was just like, my nigga, like... Do what you will <laughs> now, but Elena has pouted like her lips. Cause I'm fucking tight. <laughs> I'm tight. I can see the fucking place there. Like it's like one of my last nights. Was it? It was it my was last. last night. It was my last there. night in Ghana. I'm like I'm not about to spend my night in like my last night in like the police station. <laughs> I r- promise you right now, it will be embassy or juju that will get me out of this place. But it will not be because of you. Like, <laughs> Listen, while Elena is being a little brat, I'm here like speaking in truth with the officer. Like, but the thing is, oh, I wasn't even saying nothing. I was just it, I no, was, it was I because was, he could tell from her face that she was irritated and like like Ghanians, you know, have to comment on everything. He's like, can I know? Can I know? Yes. Like, 
was like basically look at her lips look at her lips like trying to say she's doing the commentary was unnecessary like what is my lips gonna do with anything like you want this money or not and I'm here begging and tree like oh my pacho is out last night so like you know doing the most like just sucking cause I'm just like we getting in this party y'all not about to refuse it nah but that shit blue long story short they ended up letting us go cause like why would you not what did we do but I don't think they gave the money though they did they did? Yes. They did. Wow. They did. I did, so they did, they did. Wow. But, yeah, so that's another thing I don't like. Like, they was, like, it's because that's what we were talking about. There's not many job opportunities that their job, they take it so serious. Like, serious to the T. In America, you know you can't do that. Bribe an officer, you going to jail, buddy. Two two charges. Bribing an officer and whatever the fuck you did. Right. Like, you know? But, um... That's another like con. Yeah, like that's just really just. And the other thing too is the water pressure. Like oh. I, I just wanna. I, I, I can't complain about that. I can only complain about that in Kumasi. No, because like the where we were staying, like the water pressure was good when it felt like it wanted to be really? good. Like it was like I right, one day we're gonna be popping. <laughs> it's gonna be fire burn. You want hot water? You here's your hot water. The next day it'll be like trickle 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 drizzle 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 <laughs> like like the inconsistencies what really just like blows me the sanitation too yo you it's it's rare to find garbages in Ghana and I just like it was a shock yeah, to me I when didn't I went see one garbage Elena the house I was living at beautiful house shout out to my cousin for letting me um crash her the house I was at like the first day I'm just like oh I had mad like garbage you know you're unpacking I'm just like oh where's the garbage and she's like oh just you know, use any plastic bag, but like as I was touring the house, like and even going out, I'm like, yo, there's not really they don't have garbage, no garbage here. bins. Like, there's no garbage like, bins. Like, we had to go all the way to the back to put our garbage in. Like there was no like bins in the house. Like we had to like we had to use our own plastic. Ba- like nobody has like recyclables. Like there's like, no there's no sanitation system. That, no, it's crazy because you remember in like fifth grade and like middle school, they used to like teach us like oh um. Countries that are in poverty, these are some issues that they have, like water issues, sanitation. And I never really understood the sanitation aspect. Like, I just thought, oh, maybe it's just dirty. But no, these people don't have, like, recycle bins, which we do in America. They don't even have, like, actual, like, like garbage they don't have, bins. They don't have, like, garbage people to even come collect Come and it. collect garbage. Like, and it's they, like, where's the garbage and going And if they then? do, it's in the select areas. I remember I seen a garbage truck when we went to... Yes, I saw it pass by. But that's on Oxford Street. Oxford Street is a it's busy rich, street yeah. where people with nice houses like it's a it's like a little downtown area. So of course they're gonna have like one truck maybe or two. But you think they're gonna have that shit like in Kumase or like wherever the fuck I was staying at? Like Yeah, it's no, really There's it's, no unions, there's no So and that's why I'm disappointed in myself because I had made so many plans. I'm gonna go visit this um um, hospital, because my cousin went and volunteered at a hospital. She brought her scrubs and all, and I really want to do all this, but two weeks is really a short amount of time to do all that yeah. I wanted, like, give away stuff. So I did it by giving away money on the streets and stuff, like, to the kids, but, like, I actually, next year when I go, I want to pack stuff ahead of time to ship there to, like, yeah. the orphanages and, like, because I didn't, I don't feel like I really did any, Terrible even to work. go to, like, Elmina Slave Castle, I didn't even go there, guys. That's how lit this trip was i didn't have time to do excursions i went to independence square and stuff but i didn't do those things for my first return back yeah. so it's either i go this summer but i'm definitely going again in the um in december so i guess i'll plan it out there i think i'll stay a month yeah and like december i'm definitely gonna do three weeks i'm gonna do it again like three weeks because when you do the first two weeks is live in the last week you, you could chill. just chill and do, do excursions, excursions and yeah stuff. so it's calm 
and like it's not as crowded so yeah that's Ghana was like yeah that too and then hmm, what else about Ghana Kumar says the last thing and then we could just all right you off okay the one thing I also want to say is that the liquor in Ghana yeah I can't tell me that shit not fake that shit is fake because why am I drinking honey like water like I know I'm an alcoholic but damn the fuck like I was drinking that shit like water like <laughs> yeah it's and like it wears drink, off real quick when I drink that shit straight also them bartenders are fucking rude what one of them I don't pitch. even remember it was in pitch in pitch like I'm asking her I'm like cause it's imagine like a bar and there's so many like people trying to order but I'm already in the front so it's like five of them there but there's only one guy actually making the drinks which I just don't understand what's the need for the rest of y'all in the back like yeah, like what are y'all doing so I go to her I'm like oh can you call the guy for me um, so I could order like she's sitting right next to him all she has to do is tap him this bitch wild the fuck out. And she, me the main girlfriend, I am me me juma, me me juma some girlfriend. Yo, I'm like yo, wait. I remember that shit because she got so. She got yo. I, I, I was really confused because I was just like. So then I'm like, so what is your point of sitting in the bar? You're not even that cute to be. No, you're not cute at all. You sitting here shining your face. Oh, oh, oh yeah, call the guy. And let me order my <laughs> drink. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, quarter attitude for no reason. I was just like, you know what? Wait, remember when I almost fake got into a fight? Oh my god! It was the same night. No, Elena, the tell them. Tell was, them. You know what? I was already tight. It was already the same night of the fucking police, so I was already fucking tight. But basically, so that same night when we almost got arrested for the second time, <laughs> <laughs> um, we had went to um, what you call it? Um, what you call it? To um. Luna. To Luna. That's where we were going. So we went, I went inside, right? And we were meeting. We were looking for our friends because they had went like ahead in the Uber. So it was me and DeAndre and like two of our other friends that we came in. And I see them. So I'm walking towards them, right? And I see a girl. Oh, I wish you guys could see my hand gesture so you could really get it. it. It's like a girl and like her two sisters. Right. They're they tall. They all look alike. They're all like big. Not big, but like they're, they're tall. tall. Yeah. So I tap one of the girls and I just do like a hand gesture like to like so she could like scooch over to the side and I say excuse me. But it's loud so she can't hear me. So she caught an attitude with me. She was tight. Clearly, I don't know her nigga done did some shit to her, but she was, you know, pent up aggression because she was she was she tight. was she was putting that energy towards me and I was really I She's was, like, Where are you from? She, she's from the UK. So imagine her like, Where are you from? Like, like, you're so fucking real like I'm and like, I was mm. like, I know, literally, I was like, my just goes bigger than me, so I'm just looking at her like, yo, if we're gonna fight, we're gonna fight today. First of all, Alina was being mad ballsy. I don't know where this <laughs> energy. Nah, because the I was already so fucking tight from that police shit. I'm just trying to be lit and enjoy my last night, and you stupid UK bitches with your nasty ass attitudes. Yeah, I said it. Came here with, mind you, I said excuse me. Said so you didn't say excuse me. I'm like, I said excuse me. If you already saw my hand gesture and you didn't hear excuse me, that's not my fucking fault. What do you want me to do? Turn the music off? Yeah, she was just so tired. I'm just like, I wow. wasn't so tight. Just here like, for a good time. Like she and then her sister was like piping in and making commentary in the background, and I'm just like, bitch, we could fucking squabble here. I don't have a wig today. I got braids. So Bobby, that was the first day you got your braids. That was the I think that's day. why they was tight. That was the day I <laughs> They were like, yo. Where she got her braids from? Yeah, nah, like she really fucking blue minds. Like if I ever fucking see you again, it's on site. Fuck you, bitch. But and I know she probably tweeted that shit that same night talking about <laughs> she probably some did. stupid American girl has nasty attitude or some shit like that. Fuck you, bitch. You ginormous ass bitch. Elena, the amount of times you said bitch in this segment, because I'm gonna put a bleep. Like, bleep. 
bleep, bleep. Not because I forgot about it and I remembered. Like, she really got me dumb. Yeah, tight. that. I was, and I'm, I'm there. Like, she was, the girl was so tight. Like, I'm there, like, yo. Now, and she was like, coming at me. Like, her body, her she upper was body just was doing like, too much. Was I was like, yo, there's clearly a. I don't even know the word before it. Like, you know when cultures have different, like, she yeah. thought Alina doing, like, the, like, move, like, um, gesture, which wasn't rude. Like, she's, like, trying to, it's really loud. So, she's, like, doing her hand, like, oh, could you move or whatever. She thought it was the rudest thing. I'm like, yo, But you know sis, I could have like, done that if I was being rude. I could have just pushed, pushed past you. her. Yeah. But I didn't. I tapped you in her shoulder and I made the gesture and I said, excuse me. But you want to be fucking rowdy and shit. And it was crazy because like I felt there had to be like separating me and you have to come and interject and shit. I'm like, no, That's how he did don't it, God. be a peacemaker. Let it happen. I got time. Nah, it was no playing on my spot. They had time. Yeah. Listen, fucking time. We ain't yeah. doing that. Yeah, but, but yeah, it was Kumase. To Kumase, literally, like I said, <sighs> if God wanted to create a hell for me, Kumase would be it. Like guys, literally, I love Kumase in terms that I got to stay with my cousin or whatever. And it was a humbling experience, which I truly do appreciate, but never again. Let me tell you why. I'm going to just give y'all one story of what, like, of why it just... I, like, imagine, ladies, this is going to be really explicit. Men, if you're listening, this is explicit. So it's like January 2nd-ish, 3rd-ish, whichever day, the Saturday of. So the night, during that night, me and my cousin was drinking crazy. Like, we was drunk or whatever. And so I was getting my period. I got my period the next day. So you know. Yep. That's all I'm happy about. That's what I rejoiced in. Because this story is just nuts. So you know ladies. You're not supposed to be drinking when you get your period. But I didn't know my period was going to come. So the morning I woke up. Like during the night I was waking up in the middle of the night. Because I was bleeding so heavily. Like I literally bled through my tampon and the pad. Yeah. Like that's how heavily I bled. So in the morning I woke up, I had the illest cramps. So I'm excited because it's church, the first Sunday of the year. I'm like, all right, my stomach is hurting, but I'm gonna still go to church. Let me get up because we're already late. My aunt is dressed and all that ready to go. So I finally make it out the bed and I'm about to go take a shower. Shorty tells me, oh, they're doing construction on the roadside, so they've shut off all the water. I'm like, my nigga, what? I'm on my menses and the water is off? So I'm just hella pissed. Guys, I had to brush my teeth literally with bottled water. Then my cousin had to go fetch water from wherever the fuck she went. Some I don't even know where she went. She had to go to find some water well somewhere to bring it back. So, and then I, I had to heat up the water. So, this is all the morning that like, I'm ready to... You know, usually in America, you just hop in the shower, brush your teeth, you're going to church. That, that's it. They it's really okay So, I'm already on my period. I'm already tight. I'm already brushing my teeth at the sink. Like, I want you to imagine, like, you know how when you're brushing your teeth, you I take the toothbrush, wet it with hot water, put the toothpaste, wet it with hot water again. Couldn't even do that. And then as I'm brushing... You know like the brush would be mad hard. Mad hard. And as I'm brushing, like, you know, I have to spit. And usually, you know, you spit and then you, you could, yeah. you know, I couldn't even rinse it. Like, so I was just like, nah. Then they heat up the water. I'm like, okay, at least I break out. After that, I break out in the water after taking the shower. So now I have a whole, like, rash on my chest. I'm already, and then you remember I told you there's no garbages in Ghana. <laughs> so I got to go find a plastic bag at this hey, point. so nobody's going to take your thing and turn you to a.m.? Oh, shit. <laughs> If you know, you know. Yo, we think I need another 
bitch, it could be AM right now. Oh, thank God. Yo. So, yo, like, I just, Kumasa, no. No. America would never. No, a crowd would never. Like, no, a just crowd com- would never. completely shut off the water because you're doing reconstruction. And in my head, I'm like, I know this is not the first time this happened to y'all because y'all are way too confident shit. Yo, they was prepared. Yo, and mind you, it's the it first like, time they... Protocol B. You try to look too. fresh. Like, Elena, I literally got to church at 11.45. Church ends at 12. So, I, like, I just... No, the sermon was done. The praise and worship was done. Did you give collection? Yeah, I, at least <laughs> I gave to the Lord. But like, yeah, if I go to Kumase, I gotta stay with my other rich, my other rich aunt, cause she. This is not a problem. She living like how we live in Accra. But because I wanted to be with my cousin and stuff, cause you know that's who I grew up with. I didn't know these were conditions. Like, shit is sad. Uh, Kumasi could suck my, you know, I'm always going to do that because I cursed too much already on this episode. But um, Kumasi, if you follow me on Twitter, and if you don't, don't start now. Um, yeah, you don't guys follow me either. Know how I feel about Kumasi? Like Kumasi could dead ass fight me because I fucking hate that place. And I don't. I'm not gonna say I hate my family, but I hate my family <laughs> <laughs> because like. I know family is family, but yo, like, I really, it really irks my soul that nobody ever checks up on me. Nobody ever hits me up to be like, oh, Alina, how you doing? How's life? Like, all they do is, oh, make sure that, like, they, they don't even ask me. They ask my mom to ask me. Oh, make yeah. sure Alina brings her iPhone because I want it. Yikes. Oh, make sure Alina brings um the candy that I want. Like, no hi, sis. No, how you doing? How you no. been? How's life? Like, literally, I went to Kumasi and my cousin, the one who had the iPhone, like, I have forgot it. So I left it here. I low-key probably forgot it on purpose, subconsciously. So, we moved. And then she didn't say, a, when I tell you we went to the market together, this girl didn't even say a single word to me. I get it, you're a teenager, you're shy, I'm not your friend. But I'm not, like, some old bitch, like... Damn. Now she typed by the iPhone. All right, but she my never... My told her friends sh- that she about to get an iPhone. All right, but she never talks to me, right? I get to America. She's telling my mom, oh, why did Alina forget the iPhone? Ma'am. <laughs> Ma'am. Ma'am. Where was this fucking energy when we was in the market all day together? <laughs> we were sitting next to each other in the fucking cab. You never said How old is she? She's like 14. And she wasn't talking to you? No. Uh, but you want my iPhone though, right? <laughs> You want me to bring candy, right? <laughs> Fuck out of here. Like, I still ended up giving her the iPhone because, like, my dad went to Ghana, so I gave it to her. Yeah. And then my cousin asked for more money. My other cousin. For I'm just like, take it. Just take the money. Take it. Yeah, they be thinking you rich. Like, you're not working for your money here. Like, right. I know our money goes a long way, but damn. All right. But let me tell you about my Kumasi experience, right? All right. So, boom. I do not want to take no fucking bus to Kumase. I would never do that ghetto shit ever again in my life. Guys, that is ghetto. Like, no, I, coming from me, it's ghetto. I took the bus. Like, I've done it before. I did it plenty of times. The first, every, very first time I went to Kumase with my dad when I was like 11, I took the bus there and back, okay? And I did it again when I got older. Like, I would never do that ghetto shit ever again. So the day I was supposed to go to Kumase, right, you know, I had come in like at what, 9 a.m., so I was tired. And I was supposed to go with my sister. To take the bus, my sister and my cousin, but I didn't feel like getting up. So I'm like, you know, I'm gonna fly there. So I bought my ticket and I flew there, right? My sister got there before me. I get to Kumase, right? I'm already annoyed I'm here. I have no service. My Wi Fi does not work in Kumase. Damn. And then my service in a Kumase is like 
it's, I can't go on the internet. Like, mm-hmm. I only could just send, like, text messages. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, not even iMessage. Like, mm-hmm. I can't even send WhatsApp. Like, that's yeah. how bad it was. So, I was already tight. So, I called my sister. Mind you, I shouldn't even be making no phone calls. Because, you know what mm-hmm. they say. T-Mobile, Right. So, I called my sister. She's like, oh, yeah, the driver's going to come and pick you up. Okay, who's the driver? Oh, I don't know. Why are you coming with him? No. How is he going to know who I am? Oh, I don't know. He's just going to, I'm going to, when he gets there, he's going to call me and then he's going to come get you. I'm just like, how was this supposed to work? Because he know how I look. Like, I never met this man a day in my life. And you're going to want, you're going to send him to get me? So at that point, all I want to do, I did, I just wanted to call my dad. I just wanted to cry. <laughs> I was like, I can't even afford to do that. So I'm just going to hold it. So I remember I was wearing my shades and I was standing out there, right? And then some man, like, the tears was coming down. And then one of the, the, the airline people was just like, oh, mommy, are you okay? I'm just like, no, I'm waiting for my um my family. He's like, oh, do you want to go sit? And I'm like, no, I'm going to stand right here. He's like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah. He kept bothering me. I'm like, can you please leave me alone? He's like, oh, mommy, why? <laughs> And I was just like, I don't want to be here. And I was like, oh, so you, I was like, is anybody here so I could change my flight back? Because I was going to leave like the five, the day after the next day. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to leave the very next day. <laughs> he was like, oh, you have to come back in the morning if you want to change your flight. I was like, all right, thank you. So then finally, my cousin comes, right, um, with the driver. Calm, cool. I'm like, yo, so how long is the ride? He's like, oh, it was like 30 minutes. I'm just like, great. Where the fuck do y'all even live? <laughs> Calm, too, right? So I'm in the car and my sister calls me. She's like, oh, yeah, make sure. She said, oh, there's no food in the house. So make sure you tell them to stop. <laughs> <laughs> to stop my KFC. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> At that very moment, right, I just made up my mind. You know what? They gave me cookies in the plane. I'm just going to eat that shit, drink some water, and go to bed. I don't want to be here. No, I don't want to fucking be here. Beastie. I get home. I get there, right? Niggas is already. I have my sister had brought candies, right? For all of them, right? I come and they niggas is sit on. <laughs> niggas is sitting on the floor. They're splitting up the candies amongst each other. I'm just like, yo, this is some ghetto ass shit. Indian style. Like, no, Indian style. Sitting on the floor, splitting up Snickers and Tootsie Rolls and shit. I'm like, this is some ghetto ass shit. Like, y'all can't even wait for us oh to, like, when you start digging in our fucking suitcases and shit. Calm. I go, they have this, some salad and some chicken. I eat that shit, go to bed. When I tell you, well, actually, I go to the room around right? the like, guy. At least they got some good cable mm-hmm. here. So let me watch some 90 Day Fiance, whatever it's calm. All right, let me go take a shower. There's no hot water. <laughs> I'm not even surprised at that. There's no hot water. So, what they have to do? Boil the water! <laughs> So mind you, I don't know where the Meg the Stallion knees came from, but them yo, my knees was sturdy. <laughs> and that like the shower, like, is so big. So like I just felt so weird because I was like in the corner of the shower with like a little bucket. Just cold, boiling hot water. <laughs> like, like, yo, just I, wish, I wish you could see, like, cause, like, like, Yo, I can imagine you just in one little corner of a big shower with like a like a little bucket, like. <laughs> and I'm just no, the like, bucket in the cup, cause you gotta dip the variety. cup in the bucket and pour and the water on like you. The grand finale in the end. <laughs> <laughs> and you use the remaining yo, water. Son, I was like, yo, never fucking. <laughs> 
walking again. Like when I got to America, my mom was like, I was like, don't ever tell me to get to my. <laughs> Yo, I told my mom the same thing. I'm not going back. She's like, yeah, they already know you're not coming back. I'm like, okay, as long as we know, cause I've done this shit three years in a row, bro. Oh yeah, you're good. I gotta visit next year, but you know, I'm gonna be smart. I'm gonna visit there before the turn up. That's what I wanted to do. That's what I'm gonna do. Because of my job, they wouldn't let me come earlier. Yeah. But this year, I'm not going at all. Like point blank. Nah, period. I'm gonna be smart, and and that's the thing. I got depressed in Kumasi for like a day, cause like, imagine not seeing your family members in over like 15 years. Everybody wants to see you, and I'm already annoyed at like, you know, the water and all of that, and like to be having to go from like, place to place, auntie to auntie, aunties that don't even call me. <laughs> I told my parents, like, what am I linking with all these people for? Like, I got so annoyed. But then, in the end, like I said, it was a humbling experience because I am so grateful for the little things like my garbage, like water, like showers. I know it was so humbling. I saw my little cousin... And like this, the house girl that was there, like mm-hmm. wearing my old, old dresses, yeah. And I was, I was like, I was like, wait, I remember that. She like, oh my, I'm like, yo, like everything that she had was like something that I owned, yeah. Or like something when like, your parents be sending them back in them barrels, those clothes, it goes a long. It was way. just like such a humbling experience, and then I felt bad because I didn't even get to go visit my father's side. Damn. And he lives in like he lives 30 minutes from. Um, what you gonna call it? Your mom's side. But then that's why I don't like my mom. Like I don't like that fi- my family because like you feel away about my dad's side. Come, but you gotta take me there because you know Cause I can't you know that's go. Still my fi- yeah. But when you when you when I tell you to take me there, you giving me an attitude. You don't want to go. I'm like, cause how am I that's supposed to get my there? Family, like yeah. I don't know. I don't know what street I am right yeah. now. I'm supposed to get in. What a place car. did you say? Like Bantama, Patase, Kwajaso. I don't even know. Dude. Damn. I think it's up the T. Takrade. No. Tamale. No. Yeah, is it Tamale Kumase? Yes, Takrade is not even in Kumase. Takrade is not in Kumase? No. Oh, but guys, we've been talking about Kumase. If you don't know what Kumase is, Kumase is like... Uh, the fucking village. It's like um, New York is Accra, and then Kumase is like Albany. That's the best Yo, way I can explain it. Oh, That's literally how it is. It's just ghetto. Ghetto is food. Ghetto. Like, but yeah, we were supposed to talk about things besides Ghana in this episode. We've only talked about Ghana. Because we'll have to unpack. Um, but yeah, we're just going to dive into, you know, something short, something quick. You know, Please. just to not talk about Ghana. Ghana. Hey. I mean, what you want to talk about, man? Um, I don't know. You're the one I brought it. All right, I'm going to pause. So, this is the third time we're recording in one session because, anyway... So we just gonna talk, it's 2020, it's a new year, new energy, new vibrations. We're just gonna talk about real life shit. We've come to the conclusion that no matter how nice you are, you could be the nicest person ever, somebody will still have something bad to say about you. Like, it's just a sad reality. And I think what I've learned is you can't, basically you really can't give a fuck what people say, to be honest, because... People are going to talk regardless. Nah, Good, they're going to talk. Nah, bad, they're going to talk. so fucking true. Because, like, literally, I'm telling you something right now. Everyone that's listening, everyone that's ever listened, anyone in this world, your name, your picture, your tweets, your Instagram post is floating around in somebody's group chat. Every single person. somebody's DMs, and somebody's Twitter DMs. Is somebody is talking about you right the fuck now? Yo, look, her fit was bad. Like, why her she look like that? Crazy. Why she still talking to that nigga? Like, 
what Yo, she's still do? talking to him. Like, please, ma'am. Like, because, like, you know, I think the reason why, I think I can say right now, the reason why we're actually talking about this, because I learned some information and it annoyed me. But then I vented and it made me realize, the fuck, niggas is going to talk. Niggas going to make assumptions. And they're going to assume, like, you can never control the narrative of your life and anybody's story. Ever. Like, no matter what you do, no matter how you fucking move, like, you cannot control that narrative. It's not your story to tell. Like, that's why I seen this tweet. He's like, oh, I do think you're the villain in somebody's story. And I was, and I remember I tweeted, I was like, yeah, but I don't even care because no matter what you do, when you, in your head, you could feel like it's calm, it's cool, but in their, in their eyes, it's vindictive, it's evil, it's fucking disgusting. And like, it's just all about perspective and people's narrative. So if that bitch is mad at you because you talk to her old nigga, (laughs) well, so be it. Bitch, the fuck Ghanaian community is small. You'll be alright. <laughs> you talking to a new one, right? Okay. I know. Yikes. <laughs> the point is, especially in this Ghanaian community, like, it's just, it's a lot of he said, she said business. And you can't let it distract you because at the end of the day, these people will still like your pictures on Instagram. They will still comment hard as, oh, slay. But they will be the same one screenshotting that shit to your friends talking about, oh, look at this dusty bitch. Look at her wig. is crooked. Like, that's why y'all shouldn't be taking these likes, like, or take social media too seriously because you cannot come and kill yourself for social media. I beg. This is not the place noise at the time. But some people need that self-validation. I mean, I get it. It's nice to get, like, praise and compliments and stuff. But it's just, it's not worth it. It's really not worth it to come and, like, break your back, buy new outfits all the time, be drip, you know, drippy, designer. Like, niggas out here spending student loan money on fits. <laughs> Refund check. <laughs> like, fucking paying for your books. Yo. Like, you would deadass have niggas be fly as hell, but you still scrounging up 275 for the train. Like, make it make sense. So, what are some things you're going into 2020 with? Okay. Like... Like cool. mindset wise, okay. it doesn't even have to be cold. Well, like, like, what mindset, type of like I was even telling you, know, I'm about to, I want to be more like um, aware of how I affect people. Also, you know what? Let's branch into this topic of ghosting. Okay. So me and Elena had a lengthy conversation earlier about ghosting. Mm-hmm. If you guys personally know me, like if you know me, know me, like know me, my style of communication is ghosting. Friendships, relationships, if you stir me the wrong way, I will ghost you, no explanation, and I won't feel bad about it. That's just me. And me and Elena was talking, and she's just like, nah, like, it's it's childish, like, you know. Explain why you feel like ghosting is not appropriate. Um, okay, this is the thing. Uh, like, I feel like, maybe because I've been ghosted... Have I been ghosted? Like, briefly, kind of-ish ghosted? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, like, Deandra said, like, ghosting was really my style. Like, I was really with the shits. Like, I will ghost you, no problem. Like, you say something, one thing I don't like, ghost. You say something else I don't like, blocked. <laughs> I see you in public, I never even knew you was, existed. I didn't know you was a person. Um, Like, I just was a fan of ghosting. But then as I got older, like, I realized that sometimes my actions have can have an effect on people that i don't even realize and i don't want to be the reason for for mm. someone's not mental instability but i don't want to be i guess maybe i don't want to be the evil person in somebody's narrative all the time if i could prevent it 
if I can't, it is what it is. But if I can, maybe, you know? Like, the thing is, like, because I guess maybe because I didn't ghost it. It's not a nice feeling. I feel like we've all been ghosted. Though. Yeah, but I never got ghosted until recently. So, it's not a nice feeling. Two, I just feel like, I don't owe you explanation, but I just don't want to, I don't want to be the person to have you want, like, wandering, like, your mind wandering, wandering and racing. Like, I don't have to be like, I don't want to be with you because X, Y, and Z, but I can just be like, you know what? I enjoyed our time together, but I just can't do this right now. It's calm. Now, if you want to further explain, that's on you. However, I just feel like that's that could be enough, and that's really their own issue to deal with as to why you said this at this very point. But my whole no, my whole thing is I'm. <laughs> Elena's gonna disagree. I'm a really nice person. Like, I'm a nice. I'm genuinely a nice person, or at least I think. My thing is I'm a um. I'm the type of person that's very observant and take mental notes. Takes mental notes. I will say though, my downfall is communication. Like if something is bothering me, whether in a friendship or a relationship, either I'll just go silent or like you'll have to draw it out of me that I'm upset at you. I know, childish, whatever. But my point is, the point I'm trying to say is I give lots of chances before I get to the point of I need to cut you off. That's fine. Which is why I feel like ghosting is what works for me because at that point, We've already probably had several discussions. Okay, that's that's fine. And then I ghost you. There's no need now for an explanation. Like, for example, right. no, that if I'm talking to a guy, the first thing I say now is, if you stir me wrong the first time, like, in terms of, like, a character flaw or something that you did that was a major red flag for me, there's no explanation. There's no, like, talking about it or there's no, like, you're just automatically cut off. I don't have time for explanations because I feel like I've already given you that, I've already let you know, and I've already given you that opportunity to just be, you know, be a right, good right, person. Right, right, So at that point, what do I owe you? No, no, that's, no, but that that one is warranted ghosting. Yeah. It's well deserved. I'm speaking of situations like when things are going, when you think is going good, right? Let's say you're talking to someone and everything is good. Y'all texting, going out on dates, whatever, cool. And all of a sudden, they just go cold silence, like, they stop talking to you. And they probably did it because... Somebody, just for their mental health. Men, not that too, or somebody came back into their life and they're like, fuck it. The person I really want is back, bye. Okay, that really fucks with some, because it just makes you feel like, the fuck? We're having What's a good time. What's wrong with me? Why am I not good enough? Like, people don't realize that certain things you do can really mess with someone's psyche. Else. Like, that's one. And two, like... What I was telling D'Angelo earlier today is, like, I feel like for a very, very long time, like, communication, I really struggle with expressing, like, how I feel. Like, I'm very nonchalant and blasé about things, and I I tend to, like, keep things to myself and not express how I feel because I just feel like I can't be bothered, and I feel like nobody really cares to see what I'm saying or thinking. So I just keep shit to myself. So I feel like I'm trying to be more expressive and just take more ownership of, like, how I approach people, how I communicate with people, and just be more present and just not so blasé about things because I can't keep going through life just being so dead on the inside. Like, it's all kiki, haha, I'm dead on the inside, but really, like, who wants to be so emotionless? Like, it's it's hard to be vulnerable and open, but, like, it's mature, and it's the grown-up thing to do because kids, when they're, like, you're a childish, if you're going to be like, I'm tight, I'm closing off, I'm not going to express myself. You're an adult. Use your words. Say how you feel. If you say how you feel and the person doesn't want to talk about it or they're expressing their way, their self in a way that you're not fond of, that's calm. At least you were able to say how you 
you and you have your peace. That's it. But I think that's what makes it so hard. With good communication comes vulnerability. And vulnerability, I feel like, is one of the hardest things. I hate it. For me, I feel like me being vulnerable, as cliche as it may sound, is a sign of weakness. That's what I want it When it shouldn't be vulnerable equals weak. Actually, you being vulnerable shows that you're a really strong strong person. Because you can handle your emotions to the point where even when you're vulnerable, you can show it. But we talk about it as if it's this easy thing that, like, yeah, just open up. Yeah, just be vulnerable. But the thing is, it's really hard. I hate Especially it. that the rejection, the possibility of rejection and hurt that comes with it. Exactly. I feel like it's what makes being vulnerable so hard. But over the years, I'm learning that like, yo, if you're vulnerable and it ends up not going how you want it to, it was an experience one. Mm-hmm. And two, I believe in karma. If I was vulnerable <coughs> to the point where I was able to open up to you and I thought that we were on a level where we both were on the same mutual understanding and you end up doing some slime shit, I leave it in God's hands. Like, I'm not even going to try to control that narrative. Right. But just getting to the step of even, like, opening up and being vulnerable, I'm, I I just, I can't. It's cringy to me. Right. It really is. No, you're absolutely right, D'Angelo. Like, being vulnerable is vulnerable like you're open you're exposed there's no going back like it's so easy to be blase and nonchalant about everything because you're hiding behind this wall mm-hmm. that you've built up over the years so like it's really 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 hard for me to express myself in that way but i'm really trying because if i don't i will not find you i can't find real love like that you'll never because you're hiding behind yeah. this fake persona that they fall in love with, but it's not even the real Right. Name. Like, I can't fully fall in love unless I become vulnerable and open. And that's the scary thing about love because you have to be willing to take that chance. And yeah. that's why when people begin, some of these people begin, man, I'm just like, are you sure? Do you love that person? Like, so are much? you ready? Like, I know you're comfortable with this person. You may be seeing you without your wig or your makeup. Are you fully emotionally available and vulnerable? So, is it even love if someone decides to get like a prenup? Let's say two rich people are married, and they decide, "Oh, I want to get a prenup." I under- is that really love? I understand the under like because let's be real, marriage is a, it's a business. business. However, I don't know. I really feel like even if things, I this is maybe be naive of me, but I really feel like. If you really did love me at some point in time and we do get divorced, right? I feel like you will have the common decency and the just the smallest bit of your heart will know I'm not going to do this grimy ass shit to this person. Because yeah, we may not be in love anymore, but I still have love for you. And I think that's really what's important. Like, you were able to be vulnerable and open to that person. They can see you. We may not be in love anymore, mm-hmm. but like, we were once friends, you know? Mm-hmm. I was once somebody important to you. Maybe I'm the mother of your kids. Like, mm-hmm. you wouldn't want to do me grimy like... Because when you put a prenup with it, and you get the lawyers in between, it's just like a business deal. It's like, basically, like, if I mean this one person mm-hmm. own the company, now we're going into the lawyers, now we're going to split the company, you know, and the shares mm-hmm. apart, and then we're going to go, oh, you know, or go our separate ways. Like, I don't want my marriage to be like that. So, I don't think I would sign a prenup. Like, I just, I'm just going to go by the faith of, like... I don't, but I don't think it's genuine love if you have to sign a prenup it's because not. that's already showing already that you have a predisposed mindset yes. that somewhere along the lines, it may not work. Right. And I believe in the law of attraction, like what you subconsciously, subconsciously think you begin to like speak it and manifest it. Even though the prenup isn't speaking it, it kind of is 
on paper because you're already showing that like yo you know deep down that's what it shows like and i know like from like people that have multi-million dollar like i just feel like if you really like at the end of the day god forbid we don't work i just feel like if you really loved me a small little bit you would not be like drudging me through the mud just for your own benefit or because you want to be angry and bitter and mean towards me like so prenups i get where people do it but then you're not really supposed to be getting married that's yeah that's not the one because i mean of course it should be like but i guess it's easier for us to say because we're poor <laughs> it's not like we got assets. i know but like still like but still just the logic the, yeah because yeah. i mean i'm i'm poor but like soon you know i'll make money you make money and i i wouldn't have make a lot of money but i'll have things that i own like a house hopefully mm-hmm. cars things like that maybe property somewhere or like i don't know timeshare in fucking cabo mm-hmm. we don't fucking know like <laughs> just shit that we'll buy so just like even though they it may not seem like much Mm-hmm. It's still a dividing of assets, and I would never want to do something to someone I once loved. Like, we may not be in love with each other, or you may have cheated or something, but, like, shit. I don't know if I could fully just do something. I don't think I would ever. Like, at the, I, we can't get I just feel like I either, if, God forbid, if we have to get divorced, and just got split shit, like, 50-50. Like, 50-50, yeah. Talking about prenup. Like, yeah, so I don't know, but... Yeah, you gotta be vulnerable. You gotta be open. That shit is scary. I fucking hate it here. You guys suck. <laughs> but it's. I feel like you will find that you'll know that that person is the right one when you find yourself wanting to be vulnerable, uh-huh. like wanting to open Ooh, up. Like yeah. that's how you'll know for sure. Like, hey, you know, buddy, you just might be like, the one. Because you're like you're trying to like yeah, definitely. Because I feel like when you if you like wanting to be vulnerable is already the first right step. step because you're already just stepping out of your comfort zone like hey i want to try this different side i want to be more open even if you don't fully get to it just thinking about it or just trying to do it is a step but i think what helps in the first steps to being vulnerable is mindset like i was telling my friend i used to be the type of person before where like mind 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 if we're talking your mind like it's just this possessiveness about us wanting to possess people. But literally, we're just here to experience people. If it doesn't work out, I'm not talking about marriage. Because at that point, you've experienced all your experiences and you knew that this is the best experience that you're about to get. True. But in terms of like dating and stuff, like, yo, bro, it might not work out, but there was a lesson to be learned. Right. Because I look back at past relationships and I'm like, yo, like, you put me through hell. But if you didn't put me through hell, I wouldn't be as strong as I am now. Okay. I wouldn't be able to deal with situations such as this, like, how I do now, like, you know? So it's like, yeah, sometimes we have this perfect story in our head, but you need to be broken. You need to be rejected. We're all, uh, no one, no one's exempt from rejection. That fucks with my confidence so much. But why? Why because must it, just, it? No, because my first thought is like, okay, what did I do that wasn't good enough? What about me is, what about me don't you like? And then it makes me feel like, okay, then so what should I do to improve? It's very sick for me to think that it's way. It's not sick. That's how a lot of people but think. But, like, it's, it's, it just makes me, like, it just makes me feel bad about myself. Because it's just like, I'm presenting, I'm trying to present the best version of myself to you. And you are just not going to accept it. So it just makes me feel like, okay, so what's wrong with me? See... And that's how I used to feel, but I, I don't I don't think it's being cocky or being egotistical or a narcissist or anything. I feel like for me, I've reached the level, no lie, where it's like, 
I know I'm worth it. Like, I know what I... Br- like, I know how much I'm worth and what I can bring to the table that, like, you, whether it be a friendship, whether it be a relationship, I don't try to think of what I did bad right. or, like, what I may have did bad because I know that my value or what I bring is worth more than what you would presume of me, you know? Like, right. I feel like I've reached the point where, like, really, I know what people think about me, what they talk about me, like, being the villain in someone's story. It, like... I give no fucks about it. Like, is I feel like people need to reach a point where they value themselves more than anything. Because once you value yourself, Alina, I promise you, once you, you reach... Something. No, because really, once you reach that value, like, even if, let's say, he chose her over you, you know what you bring. You know your, like, you know your value. So it's just like, all right, you know, she might be a good look, but I know that realistically i would have brought this that there like you know you know your good stuff about you so rejection i'm easy to like i could face it now because it's like i right, you may have rejected me but you're gonna be tight you missing gonna, out you know yeah. when you think of yourself like that it changes and it's not about you being oh you're prideful nah i know how much me you'll be like you know you <laughs> yes you gotta, fucking move. you gotta feel good about yourself I like that. Cause nah, should that, I used to should that be the name of the episode? What? Miobi. Oh! Yeah, I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that. No, but for real, cause like, yo, rejection will have you feeling crazy. Yeah. Like. But yeah, I think that's like a wrap. Cause we was talking a lot about Ghana, and we were like discussing a lot of things. But I think we're gonna catch you guys next time. Right, Deandra? Yes, we're going to catch you guys next time. I'm getting a FaceTime call. So, you know what time it is. I have to sign out. (laughs) You squares. Logging Logging out. out. Bye.